Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Waiver Wire podcast presented by FanDuel. Heading into week 10. And uh, let me just say, in the Ferrara household, we are calling this week Piacenti Week because I am going head to head with not only my co host, Jennifer Piacenti, but the person who is first place. I'm in second, you're in first. It's a battle, a Super Bowl preview. Jen, how are you today? I am awesome, Jerry. I every week is Piacenti week for me. You know, <laughs> out there winning, taking everybody down. You guys want to play with me? You got to go in for punishment. Come play in my legs. You know, first off, for you, for you listening at home, you can't see Jen right now. She has such a confident, almost borderline cocky smile on her <laughs> face while looking at me. Like it's almost <laughs> like she's looking at me. Like you, this is just such light work for me to handle you. Uh, so that's number one. Number two, I don't appreciate having to go and wake up to some Instagram and tweets from you where you're just launching a verbal assault, shots fired for no reason. Why? I, mean, I felt like that was pretty kind. I didn't say much. I just, you know, took a little shot at Tom Brady. I, I have a lot more things I could say, but you said in the first episode, you thought we should bring back the art of trash talk. So I thought, you know, I'm going to honor your wishes and I'm going to start trash talking. But here's the really exciting thing, Jerry. I think... There's so much at stake here. This is our head-to-head -head week, right? And we are, as Jerry said, in our auction league, Gotham Gridiron District. Uh, we are in first and second place right now. Very exciting. So one of us is going to get knocked down a little bit on Sunday. But even still, I think we're going to see each other again. We could see each other in the playoffs. We could see each other in the Super Bowl. So there could be quite a few more opportunities, per se, for trash talk. We are one and two in record, respectively, and one and two in points four. Yep. You have uh, about a 63-point lead on me, which at this point in the season, though, I mean, that's it's a nice little, it's a nice lead. You're not running away with it. No. Um, and you have a really good record. You also have some of the most points scored against you. You know what I didn't love about your video? That, like, all the trash talk was great, and you didn't go that hard on me. That is correct. But the thing that shook me the most, you ready? Yeah. Could you guess what shook me the most about your video? It's the fact that oh. you showed me notes that you were oh. writing down. Like you had like a, it looked like like a mad scientist would have. You have like this page of like loose leaf yep. paper with a whole bunch of, out looked like algorithms. I'm not going to lie. I tried to pause and zoom on some of your notes just to see what you were writing. Now, I also didn't appreciate having to go against the whole Piacenti army. Your dad wasn't talking trash to me, no. but there was like a whole other thread that I was on and I was getting confused as to which one was the trash talking thread and which one was your dad just like being your dad and being cool and fun. So I was just very confused and scared. Um, but I had a fire back and my back <laughs> is did. against the wall because you are playing me with no Zeke, which I don't think that's a big deal at this point. It might actually yeah. help me. That's true. The big thing that I don't, I don't know if I could overcome is Travis mm -hmm. Kelsey being yeah. missing. Yeah, that's a tough body. one. Um, being without Travis, as I do think Travis Kelsey, he, first of all, he's so far and away the leader at that position. And um, we talked about this last week when we ranked tight ends, that he just gives you such an advantage, which is why it turns out that that was a great buy for you. And I know even you said, oh, oops, I may have overspent, but no, I don't think you did. He's been worth every penny. Um, but yeah, being without him this week puts you in a bit of a bind. Luckily, I kind of already got through my tough buy weeks. So just... I have a little bit of an advantage that way because I have more of the original team I drafted. Yeah, the thing I don't love, the thing I'm most scared of about this league, and I really think about it because I think I actually paid the same amount for Zeke that you did for Dalvin Cook. Uh -huh. And oh, if you reverse that, yeah. I, I maybe have like by far a championship roster. But the thing that's going to hurt me is I lose Brady and Evans in week 13. Mm -hmm. That's that's the final week, I think, in the fantasy regular season for us, I believe. Is it final? Right? It's not first week of playoffs? I think it might be... Well, if that's first week of playoffs, I am I'm not sure. I'm kind of shit out of luck, but I do have Tannehill, I think, with a very favorable matchup Tannehill, coming home. Very favorable in the home stretch. Agree. So that was a really smart pickup on your part. Where? So I, I asked you this a few weeks ago, but now heading into week 10, 
you're not a lock for the playoffs necessarily in this league, but you're you're looking pretty good to be a playoff team, obviously. Mm-hmm. So again, now do you start looking ahead to those playoff weeks? Like you didn't, you weren't into it a few weeks ago, but here you are, week ten. You're you're. You, I mean, you would have to have a complete and total meltdown to not make the playoffs. Well, so here's the thing. Like I look at my team. Like I I like that idea in theory, and if I were but I look at my team and I love my team too much. Like I don't want to go trade Dalvin cook because his schedule gets harder. I know some people would do that, but to me, that's that makes crazy. No sense. It's crazy. No, that's like, insane. you know, and I know maybe I could trade Dalvin cook for Devonte Adams, maybe, but does that really make my team any better? Because I, I won with Dalvin cook. And so I look at my team and I like it too much to really worry too much about matchups. So there are situations where you need to do that. Like, I think if you're a, you know, a, five and five team after this week, and you're not sure you're going to make it, then you're not sure how you got that far, then you might want to make some adjustments. But for me, I just like the team I drafted. So I'm mostly sticking with it and not trying to move much around. The only place I might want a little help is maybe tight end. But see, that's what I was going to say. If you, I I agree with you. Like, I don't think you should be moving stars or even like, Mm. like I had, you know, I had a lot of people coming at me for Jacobs in my other league, and I started looking at some of those offers at their future schedules. Jacobs is like a star player. hasn't had the greatest of year for a star player. I don't think you move players like that. I think you really look at the quarterback position, unless you have Mahomes, Wilson, Kyler, you know, and everyone else kind of murdered. And I do. That's what I mean. So you're not touching those guys. But for me, like with Brady, and it's a week 13 bye, I should be shopping. I think tight end, defense, kicker, quarterback, or maybe even like flex if you're not particularly mm-hmm. deep, I think you could start doing the the look ahead. I know Tannehill has a very favorable matchup. I'm going to pull it up. Tannehill does. Chicago has a good schedule here on out. The Texans, it gets a little dicey for. So maybe if you're a Deshaun Watson owner, you could try to sell high. I should have a good game on Sunday. Maybe. I just always have an issue with overthinking it. I think it's just like tinkering with your FanDuel lineup. If you worry too much, you're going to end up second guessing yourself and kicking yourself out of it. Yeah, of course I'm not able to pull up uh, the schedule going forward. I mean, I got to mess around here for a second, but yeah, I just I don't know. I, I think it's time if you have, if you're at this point, you know, six and three, seven and two, I think you could start. I, I've been carrying two defenses pretty much the whole year because I drafted the Buffalo defense thinking that they were going to be pretty dominant and they're pretty mediocre to below average at this point. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've been bouncing around between Giants defense, Bills, and one it's like Giants and Colts, and I'm just kind of playing matchups. I think with defenses, if you have a roster spot, obviously it's tougher this year with COVID and all that, but if you have a roster spot, I think with, unless you have one of the stud quarterbacks and a defense, I think you could start playing these matchups. Definitely. Just my opinion. You definitely can. So, all right, let's preview it. I didn't want to really say, but I, I realized I, I made my pickup to replace Kelsey. And I can't say I'm going to keep this okay. as my guy. Okay. Because I, I really got to give it some thought, but you clearly could see who's on my roster. So it's not like I'm, you know putting a big secret out there, but I went with Gerald Everett. I know it's a little bit murky with Higby. And I mean, Everett's been coming on strong. I like the matchup this week a little bit for them, uh, you know, against Seattle. But there really is not a whole lot out there. Does does Everett scare you in the slightest? (laughs) No, he doesn't. I mean, I like this matchup this week too, and he has been seeing more targets than Tyler Higby. But Higby's out there too. Yeah. So eh. Mo Alley's out there, but he's, he's questionable. Mo Alley's the one I might've gone. He's questionable though. And the few times I've went with Mo Alley this year were the games that he didn't play or ended up getting like one catch and left. Like he's, he screwed me a few times. I was, I gave a long look to Fells because every time I put Mm -hmm. Fells in the game, Per your advice, mm-hmm. he's kind of done the thing but for me. Now Aikens but... is back, so I think that was right to go. Ever. And Aikens is also Not available. Is I mean, there's, there's so it really is, and it really made me think. I'm glad I did the Kelsey thing because after Kelsey Waller, you obviously have to say Kittle because even though he's you know pretty much done, everything from like four yep. to twenty is is a who who really knows. I mean, 
Tanyan, Tanyan, sorry, Tanyan has really only had that one big game and hasn't really done anything consistent since. So, uh, yep. I guess and now that the Devontae is, Adams is back. I don't see Robert Tanyan being a huge, I mean, he, he'll still occasionally, you know, get some play, but he's not going to have that big game. Like he did that one time and he, it's skewing the numbers. So it looks like he's like the number four or five on the season because he had that huge game, but in reality, not so much. There's just, yeah, there's just not a lot there. Have you seen at least initially what uh, the the website has our point spread our point comparison? I have it in front of me. I will look right now. Yes, I see what it says right now. You are a twenty five point favorite essentially. And you know what I'm debating, Jerry? I will tell you one thing I'm debating. So look at my bench and look who's on the very bottom of my bench. It is none other than Duke. Johnson the Duke against his former team versus the Browns in Cleveland his former home he was there for a long time revenge game yeah exactly and if David Johnson's out obviously I'm not playing him if David Johnson plays the David Johnson is out do I start him over DJ Chark this week I mean Chark had that monster game last week but he's going to be seeing Jair Alexander probably this week so I think he'll be a little bit more limited and that's my debate. So that's the one thing. And I'm afraid I'm going to put Duke in and he's going to bomb or get injured. And then I'm going to wish I played Chark and then I'm going to be screwed. So that is my, I will tell you, I do have anxiety about that play who I'm playing. So I will give well, you that. Well, I am now looking at the rosters. I'm going to lay it out for everybody because they can't see this. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I want to hear from you guys on Twitter. Obviously, Jen is the favorite cousin, Sal. I think had you at a mi- minus two twenty, he said. FanDuel Sportsbook <laughs> would have had you at. Um, I do see a path to victory. I, I do too. I, I could lay path. out the things that need to happen. I hate to speak path of victory after all we've been through in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I do see a path to victory, but let's go through it really quick for everyone who doesn't know our roster. Quarterback uh, Tom Brady versus the Panthers, coming off of two a abysmal games for fantasy purposes uh so you hope to think for better days versus russell wilson against the rams that has a really nice over under for you as well so obviously you got the check mark there i have i have to say tom brady could be really po'd after last week and i would not put it past him to come out gunslinging versus carolina not a good defense yeah no he has to yeah. I mean, it would be really three bad weeks in a yeah. row. I'm not saying they're in must-win territory. The NFC is so screwed up because now, two weeks ago, Bucks are the front runners to go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. Now everyone's taking a crap all over the Bucks, and yeah. they're like, they're, they're terrible, overrated. Yeah. Uh, but you you clearly get the check mark there. Although, yes, Brady needs to answer the bell this week. Wide receiver, I got Brady paired with Mike Evans. For some reason, Tom Brady does not love throwing the ball. <laughs> Mike Evans. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I hate it. I hate it. And I hate it, especially after that comment Mike Evans made where he said, Tom Brady's the greatest. He's going to try to make me the greatest too. And I thought that was so cute. I loved that romance (laughs) and he's done nothing, but just stomp all over Mike Evans. It's terrible. Makes me mad. Now Mike Evans has not been the healthiest receiver in the world. Uh, I think that is behind the whole Antonio Brown stuff, but but big bounce back. Yeah. If my path to victory is going to happen at all, it has to start with Brady and Evans at least connecting for a touchdown and 100 yeah. yards between the two of them. Yeah. I have to have that. You have one of my favorite receivers in football right now, Robbie Anderson, who he scares me because he only has one big play the entire year. He broke that 70-yard like screen pass for a touchdown. He yeah. has not done that all year. Yeah. He's been like, Six catches for 80 to 100 yards every single game. You pencil them in for 12 to 15 points. But I just hope this isn't Robbie Anderson. That's what I'm a little afraid of. I give the check to me, but no, I am terrified on that. I'm pretty sure that that one play that he had, let me check right now, was actually versus the Bucks. I think it was too. I think it was. <laughs> so I, I'm okay with that one. I'm I think terrified. That, that was the game that all of a sudden... He came out and yeah, that was versus the Bucks. 109 yards, um, a long gain of 39. Uh, no touchdown though. He hasn't gotten into the end zone only once no, this year. That's the He's difference, just doing really. It by volume. Yeah, yeah, that's the difference, really. Every yeah. part of his stats this year are supreme, yeah. except for the end zone stuff. But still, like that's right. almost happenstance at times and just bad luck. Uh, 
Here's where I really need to make up a lot of ground and beat you. And this is a, part two of my plan of victory, my path to victory. I have Stefan Diggs and Keenan Allen, uh, respectively. I think they're one and two in targets at wide receiver in the NFL or one and three, something, something like, that. like that. So that is going to be a big chunk of my offense without Kelsey. You got Will Fuller and, and, and you're right now it's Chark, but that could change. I need Will Fuller to take a nap, which he can do from time he to can. time and hit you with the four point game, you know, two catches for, for 30 He's made of glass. Right. I'm not rooting for that. And then Chark, yeah. I, no more of this Luton, Luton, whatever, 70. Like if that happens, I'm cooked. So I definitely have to take advantage there at the two and three wide receiver spot. Here's where you start opening up the can of all sorts of whip ass on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Running backs, you go Dalvin Cook and James Robinson, arguably number one and maybe number four running back in fantasy this year, four mm -hmm. or five for James Robinson. As of right now, now I have Zeke <laughs> Elliott, who's on a bye, so forgive uh -huh. me. As of right now, I have a questionable Devonta Freeman in there yeah. with yeah. Gallman backing him up in the event okay. that Devonta doesn't play. And I have Malcolm Brown. Yeah. Which Henderson is questionable, but he's going to play. And it, it, we talked about the Rams running game is arguably the most frustrating because they can run the ball. That is some scary, scary stuff for me. Yeah, that that's definitely where this gets scary because our receivers are all excellent and it could go any way, any game. Because yeah, I think I might even rather have Diggs and Allen than Fuller and Chark. You know, I mean, they're awesome. But yeah, running back, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook. I don't think he's going to have the same kind of monster numbers versus Chicago. It's a much more difficult defense. But James Robinson versus Green Bay—that's the smash one for me this week. Green Bay run defense, absolutely terrible, just terrible. Right. So. I'm but I got to hope that eats into Chark then. So I just can't, mm -hmm. if you do start DJ, I can't have both of those guys go off against the Packers because then I'm screwed. Uh, I mean, there's a good chance Dalvin Cook outscores both of my running backs and Tom Brady. Like there, that's a high <laughs> probability that that happens. Uh, tight end. Now, normally I would say this is where I would make our matchup interesting because this is, I feel like that's the right. weakest part of your team. You mm -hmm. have the ghost of Jimmy Graham out there who is who can catch some touchdowns you know minnesota's coming on strong it's probably gonna be a lower scoring game unless dalvin cook goes berserk i normally have kelsey we spoke earlier i have everett so that to me also if i could somehow win that matchup even by like three or four points i might make this a close one maybe i think those are about even i think jimmy graham and it, yeah it's a who knows seven points um, each you know and here's another big variance position mm -hmm. at flex, okay? I have Christian Kirk against the Bills, who that now looks like a very favorable matchup. They're yes. going to load up on Hopkins, obviously. You have Allen Robinson, who is, like, fully quarterback-proof. But, again, against the Minnesota... I need the... Basically, I need the Bears-Vikings game to be, like, 14-13 final. Yeah, that's what you need. But, unfortunately, I'm pretty sure that the Minnesota secondary is going to be terrible as usual. And Alan yes. Robinson is going to have a great game. That's my hope. But what I could do here is sit Chark, move Robinson into wide receiver, and then put Duke Johnson in this flex spot. You can. Um, another potential. Now this could be the final piece of the Ferrara road to victory against okay. you. You have the bears defense, which is good, mm -hmm. but you do have Dalvin cook going. So if Dalvin mm -hmm. cook shreds, that bears defense is going to take a take a dump and then vice versa. If the bears defense is awesome spells, bad news for Dalvin cook. So it's almost like I'm stealing away a position potentially. Mm -hmm. Now you could look at the wire on defenses. Good luck. Mm -hmm. I looked, uh, you're really going to be pinning the tail on the donkey and right. guessing. So, uh, but that's essentially it. I have, I, right now I'm running the giants defense out there against the Eagles. I don't love it. I have the Bills defense on the bench against the Cardinals. I, I'm not starting a defense against Kyler Murray at this point. That's smart. And that's it. You're a 25-point favorite. Now, uh, to give a guy like me a chance and to skip these bye weeks, which is what FanDuel does so well, can I interest you hmm. in a 1v1, a head-to-head, -head, for a relatively reasonable amount of money? You could set the price. It doesn't have to be crazy. It's more for bragging rights like if you go okay. 2 and 0 oh, 
you know, you basically okay. you, that's it. But if if I could split, maybe go one and one, I save a little bit of pride. We don't have to throw any kind of big big money on it, but something just you know, cup of coffee, a meal, some okay. something nominal. Uh, I have no problem uh, sweeping you, Jerry. So sure, <laughs> whatever you want it to be for, whatever money you, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, would you like to name the price? I, I would love to take your money. Um, what do you want to do? Like 25 bucks? 50? <sighs> You're getting scared. I see your face. Well, here's the other thing we should figure out. Okay. Do we want to do this? Do we want to do this uh, like snake style so we don't have like eight players, like five players that are the same and then we end up having like, you know, Jimmy Graham versus, versus uh, Everett to decide it? Or do you want to like try yeah, to maybe branch out so we don't do eat each other's players? Snakes? No, no. Let's eat each other's players. Okay, fine. You yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, 25 yeah. bucks? Now, 25 bucks. Now, let me just say one more thing, though. I think we need to have a little bit of a wager on this head-to-head, -to -head too. Like, uh, a, like See, a personal a head -head wager? Fan, yeah. The head-to-head -head on FanDuel money is it, right? Whoever wins gets the money. So there's whatever. But what about something like, and I have a feeling, as I said, that we're both going to be in this for a while. This is just our first matchup. Something like whoever loses has to wear the of the winner's favorite player's jersey on the podcast. Or uh, I'm not a fan of those to, jersey bets. Has to do uh, go on social media and proclaim the winner the best fantasy player of all time or something. We need to come up with some kind of stakes. Well, here. I, I definitely think the social media thing should happen. Okay. For sure. But do you want to make this a little riskier? What do you mean by riskier? I'll tell you. All right. Let's look at each other's bench. Okay. And maybe the winner gets to negotiate, like execute. Is there a trade deadline over in the Gotham League? I'm not sure. Well, if it's not, we get to do like a trade off the bench. Now, obviously, I'm not going to like, if I win, I'm not going to say give me Madison because like I'm talking about a yeah. non-essential player, like a like a Chenault for like a Gallman, like a non-essential player. I'll let you max protect players, but you have to leave like three players open for a trade. Okay, but I'm looking at your bench and I don't want them. You don't, you're not interested in Ryan Tannehill? When is Russ, did Russ have his buy already? Yeah. You're not interested. What if Alshon Jeffrey turns out to be a stud? What if he's healthy and like you think Carson Wentz? He's going to be better for the, for the rest of the season than Marcus Johnson, Michael Gallup, and LaVisca Chanel Jr.? Definitely than Michael Gallup. Uh, honestly, you couldn't give me Michael Gallup for free right now. So if you did, like, that's actually who I would trade if I were you. No, I'm not trading Michael Gallup. What do you still see? This isn't a you're in a this is like you an abusive know. relationship. Because... <laughs> what do you see with Michael Gallup? He lets you down every time. Not every time. He gets targeted. He gets targeted um, more. I, that's great. I could get targeted in the NFL. Doesn't mean I, I could catch the bench. ball. He's on my bench, but I want to keep him on my bench. So there's not one player on my bench. Now, mind you, also, Malcolm Brown the, will be on my will be unprotected. Not... No and Devonta Freeman will be unprotected, and even Everett will be unprotected if Everett no has interest. a big week. The only person that, you, like you mentioned, is Ryan Tannehill, and I would do it, and I would be willing to do that. Buffalo uh, to defense, we're going to see the Jets again. We're going to no. see the Pats again. I can stream that. Tannehill I would be interested in because then I could use him as just an injury cushion just in case something happens to Russ. That would be what I would do because that would suck if that happens for me in the playoffs. But I would kind of hate to do that to you in case you need him to get through because Tom Brady might, as you were saying. I told you to I'm trying that. to make it spicy. I'm trying to yeah, make this matchup spicy. All right. Okay. No, we don't have to do that. Do you, you don't we'll want do any of my garbage don't, I just player. I don't want to keep you from winning in the future because the only one I would want is Ryan Tannehill. But see, you're talking like you're going to win the head-to-head. -head. I am. Well, you know what? This whole thing, no. We'll just do the money and social media bragging rights because you just dumped all over my bench. Like, I, you know what? We don't need you then. Forget it. I will be fine. I just reverse jinxed your so, whole entire bench. But for real, like, to me, I think it's great whenever you love your bench. And you like your bench, and I like my bench. And I think that's what I, makes it fun. And we're number I don't. one and number two. So clearly, it's working out for us because we're able to use these bench players through bye weeks and all of that. And I think it's, I think it's good. I think it's a good I don't sign. like my bench at all. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, like I, I, I really, I, I kind of really just want Chenault 
That's who I want. I see where this is coming from. You're trying to get Chenault. I would if, if I won the bet and we stuck to uh -huh. that, I would literally I would trade I would give you Gallman for Chenault and you'd lose that trade and oh, I would be and Chenault might be a sneaky play because I also like his schedule coming in if yeah. he's healthy. Yeah. All right. Uh let's hit a couple of things. Um, do we have any updates on Christian McCaffrey? Is he gonna play? We don't know. You're gonna have to wait till the day, sort of thing. We don't know, but what's interesting to me is they said he needed a second opinion on his shoulder. And to me, that sounded not good. Like anytime someone gets a second opinion, that means somebody said surgery it doesn't sound like it's trending in the correct direction. But today they're saying, no, second opinion says he may be playing as soon as next week. So Christian McCaffrey owners, there's hope. Okay. Uh, I have a little, oh, also, and then uh, big Ben with the COVID situation, we just he won't know fine. again. He has to test negative yeah. and he sat next to somebody on the plane that had COVID and they have to wait five days. That being said, big Ben, not that great of a matchup this week anyway. So maybe you're not, I'm more thinking him. for his receivers. Yeah. For his you receivers. know, good point. Um, okay. I need, I need a quarterback replacement for Patrick Mahomes. It's the unfortunate okay. time of the year where the Chiefs go on by and so yeah. many people like myself, we already talked about Kelsey and my other league uh, with the football player, I'm losing Patrick Mahomes. I'm upset about it because I'm on a roll. And uh, if I didn't get Tyler Lockett, I'd be locked into the playoffs. So I looked at the wire. We got Teddy Bridgewater against the Bucks. Got Joe Burrow versus Steelers. Drew Locke versus the Raiders and Stafford versus the Skins were the four. Those were the, the top quarterbacks on the wire I saw. I'm okay. leaning Drew Locke, believe it or not. I like the Raider matchup. I can't make the case for Bridgewater. I know Tampa's defense is good, but they've been a mess. So And, and Carolina is just competitive no matter who they play against. So... Can I get a little expert advice from, from Jennifer Piacenti? I'm also leaning Drew Locke there. So I think you're enough of an expert because uh, you, you, or, or because, because we agree, therefore you're an expert. That was the most ridiculous thing. I, I like that. No, no. I, I see. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. Drew Locke uh, has been great uh, the last few weeks and, and Vegas doesn't put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And guess what? If Drew Locke isn't under pressure, he can connect with Jerry Judy, who's had the most air yards over the last three weeks of everyone in the NFL. So I absolutely love Drew Locke. Plus, you have, do you have Jerry Judy in that league? No, I have Jerry oh, Judy in bummer. another league. That's going to be one of my questions coming up for you in a second. Um, okay, is Miles Sanders playing full go pretty much, right? He's practicing. I certainly hope so because I've been waiting uh, in my big money league. I've been playing without him for a long time. I know. I, I come back. I put this out there at the beginning of the year with the whole Boston Scott, I'm a mm -hmm. genius thing, and it hasn't panned out. But now I'm still, I'm rostering him all across the board. He would be who I would drop for Drew Locke. I don't want to drop Gallman just yet because he might actually get some touches. Yeah. I don't want to drop Ruggs. I could drop Henry Ruggs, I guess, right? You could. It's either could. Ruggs or Boston Scott. And you, you know, have, I have good wide have receivers Miles here. Sanders in this league? What's that? Do you have Miles Sanders in this league? No, no, no. Boston okay. Scott was just a replacement player. I started Got him it. that week. Miles Sanders went out, and then he had the game-winning touchdown right. against the Giants. So right. I just kept him on the roster. I have Robbie Anderson and Devontae Adams, so I don't think I – and Christian Kirk. I don't think I'll be seeing Henry Ruggs touch the field. Probably not. I would only be – I think you could drop either one, Boston Scott or Henry Ruggs. They're both droppable. Okay. Since you're not the Sanders owner, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not letting me drop Boston Scott, which I don't understand why that's happening. Okay, well that's done. Drew Locke, welcome, welcome to the squad, bro. He's here. Welcome, Drew, yeah, he had a good game last week again. He absolutely tore I up Fanduel. He and Jerry Judy, that stack really, really paid off. Okay, couple more questions. So. Again, we're going to wait and see on Alshon. Jerry Judy, is he now, is he must-start territory no matter the matchup or not quite yet? Not, you know, not quite maybe, um, but pretty much. The only thing that is going to concern me is, is he going to start getting double teamed or is he going to, you know, is everybody else figured out Jerry Judy's really great too and he's going to be getting the attention. We'll, we'll see, but he's, he's their ex receiver, you know, he's the guy. Okay, and then we've already discussed this for real. Herbert's a must-start, but is this Herbert's first 
you know, real test. I mean, he's mm -hmm. he's been tested, but you know, is this his first real test this week? It very well could be. Uh, I think Vegas has this point total at 48 right now, which yeah. isn't that high for a Chargers matchup. And we've seen the Miami defense really come to play lately. Man, isn't this going to be fun? Tua and Justin Herbert. This is going to be a really fun game. I can't wait. Uh, and then I'd rather have Herbert in this game than Tua, by the way. Yeah, look, Tua showed us a lot yeah, last week, but not sure. necessarily uh, in fantasy just yet. I mean, you right. saw that he can do things with his legs. He can make all the throws. Uh, but yeah, as far as fantasy implications, not quite yet, but very, very close. Yes. And then I guess lastly, because I do have this decision to make in a few other things, like if you have rostered both Zach Moss and Singletary, mm -hmm. Who the heck are you running out there at this point? Zach Moss. Moss. Over Singletary. That's yep. what I have right Definitely. now. Definitely. He's getting more of the snap share and he gets the goal line carries. And that's what matters. And if you look at the numbers, I actually was looking up the red zone rushes and the red zone numbers. And um, I think it's possible. Let me look this up real quick. That Devin Singletary has had none. And Zach Moss has had, I think, four red zone touchdowns. God, that's so right scary. So let's Is that really the breakdown? Okay, red zone targets. Devin Singletary has had six. He's completed four of them for no touchdowns. Zach Moss has had two targets. He's completed one of them for one touchdown. That's targets. For rushing attempts, Zach Moss has three touchdowns and 17 rushes versus Devin Singletary's 14 rushes for one touchdown. So the answer is Zach Moss. Okay, I'm executing that right now. And then do we think, what do we make of this Rams offense? Now that's one of the, and we're going to talk about our FanDuel stuff coming in because that's one of the juicy. high over-unders. We're going to really juicy. dive into the FanDuel stuff after the break. But is it, you called Cooper Cup week pretty much the last time. Are you feeling spicy on Mr. Cooper Cup? Oh yeah, it's Cooper Cup week again. I think it's also... Robert Woods week. I don't think it has to be one or the other. And what I like about Robert Woods is that he's also good for a few rushing plays all the time. So he has a really good floor. He can make plays with his legs. Uh, the matchup versus the Seattle secondary, ridiculous. But um, Cooper Cup, uh, let me just, listen. let's just run over this a little bit. He was targeted 21 times in the last game he played. That was in week eight. He's also third in the league in yards after catch. So we know that the run defense is pretty good for Seattle, but their secondary is terrible. They've given up the most fantasy points to quarterbacks, the most fantasy points to wide receivers this season. And I don't think Cup's going to have any problem with DJ Ray Jr. in the slot. So I think we're going to see Cup get a lot of catches. I think we'll see him get into the end zone. Maybe even twice. So Bulls. two for him and two for, Jer for Everett? Is what you're predicting? <laughs> That's cute. Two for Cooper Cup, two for Everett. Oh, you heard it here it. first. It's Jennifer Piacenti calls two touchdowns for Cooper <laughs> Cup and two for Gerald Everett. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then come back and we're going to start doing our FanDuel lineups. It's getting down there week 10. So let's take a quick break. This episode of the Waverwire podcast is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel's offering users the chance to play free daily fantasy contests this NFL season. No deposit required. And this year, FanDuel is now offering daily snake drafts. That's right. Snake drafts are the simplest way to try daily fantasy. Draft live, just like season-long fantasy, but with winners every game day. The best of seasonal drafting with DFS all in one. Here's how it works. Find a daily snake draft, draft your team live, draft starts as soon as the contest fills. You and your opponents will draft six players in a six-round draft with 30 seconds per pick. Unlike other FanDuel contests, there is no salary cap. Jen, I imagine you're excited for daily snake drafts. Why are you excited for daily oh, snake drafts? So many reasons, Jerry. First of all, what's the most fun part of the fantasy season? Drafting. That's number one. Number two, I don't have to worry about staying on a budget. Who wants to worry about that? And number three, I also don't have to worry about anybody else having my guy. Just sign up and FanDuel will give you a free entry to a contest each week of the football season where you can win real prizes. Plus, for those who want to deposit 
deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with their 20% deposit match. Make sure to use promo code WAIVERWIRED so they know we sent you. FanDuel, more ways to win. Okay, we're back. It's time. FanDuel Week 10 in the Waiver Wired Contest. Uh, we're sending a few people through to the Week 16 Tournament of Champions. It's been happening. You guys have been stepping it up on the 1v1s. Uh, Jen, we're getting there. We're getting better. We got we to gotta come up with a win. And just so we know, now be careful because we're going head-to-head. So really rethink if you want to give out all of your gems right now. I mean, the audience deserves it. But really think if you want me hearing all of your gems. Let's just agree that I can tell you right now, I'm not going to use a ton of players from this lineup. Okay. That's fair. All right. In our all 1v1. Right. Okay. Do you want to do you want to agree that in our 1v1 we will not use um the same quarterback that we are using in our waiver wired contest? Or maybe we make a trigger and say we have to use the same quarterback we're using in our waiver wired contest. <sighs> Let's hear the lineups first, because right. uh, I built, I kind of built my whole team this week around my quarterback. Okay, okay, that's how. Would I you like to go first, though? Sure, I'll go first. Okay, Are you not, taking notes? just so you know, do I'm you not going to give out my team. I'm not going to give out my team. Grid like I do. You're not giving uh, out your team. Is that what you're saying? Is this a um, of war thing? And I'm too nice. I'm oh, uh, don't put. She pulled out the paper again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> There's like all this writing. It's like the Da Vinci Code on there. I uh, just don't like it. it. Makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. All okay. right, let's hear it. All right, I'm going with if something you know ain't broke, don't fix it. Deshaun Watson going back to the well. Did well for me last week, and I gotta say this matchup versus Cleveland really, really good one. And one of the things I love about Deshaun Watson, if you watch the highlights, even if you don't watch the game. The way that he can spin and move, he can make a lot of plays. Um, he has great receivers. He's going to be able to. It's going to be a little tougher for them on the ground versus Cleveland. Cleveland much better defending the run, but they are have given up the fifth most points to opposing wide receivers this year. So I am stacking Deshaun Watson again with Brandon Cooks. And the reason why I'm using Brandon Cooks is not because I like him better than Will Fuller, but in reality, this is this may be a little hard to believe, but. Let me just get my numbers here. This is part of my notes. They were all over my page. Cooks actually led the Texans last week in targets. He had that 57-yard catch and run, and he's seen no less than nine targets per game over the last four games, and that's a lot more than Will Fuller. So I decided to go with Cooks because he's also eight hundred dollars cheaper than Will Fuller. I don't know why this is still the case on FanDuel, why they haven't gotten wise. Brandon Cook's 6,300. So once I did that, as you know, I like to bring somebody back from the other side. Houston's run defense is pathetic. I'm a little nervous to go to Nick Chubb. Also, the price is a little high on Nick Chubb. I'm going with Kareem Hunt. And I think they're going to need, I think they're going to use Chubb, but maybe they'll ease him in. This is a hunch. And I think they could be playing from behind. And then they'll want Hunt in the game and they'll want him catching passes. Plus I get that half point for every pass he catches. So I went Hunt. I don't know why James Robinson is still criminally undervalued. He's valued at less than Hunt. 7,300 versus Green Bay, who is just this, who's given up the second most points on the ground. Um, so that's an easy matchup. Now, I do have my boy Cooper Cup in here because you already know how I feel. I waxed poetic. And then I have to be nice and go back because I tinkered him out of my lineup last week. And I got to tinker him back in to Terry McLaurin. Again, total cake matchup this week. I can go into the details later. I might even make him my pick of the week. I'm considering it. Then at tight end, I decided to go Jordan Reed. Mostly this is to save money, $5,000 because I wanted to spend up on the receivers. However, if Jordan Reed is going to be on a pitch count again, like he was last week, I'll just switch that for the same price over to Ross Dwelly. Kind of a plug and play, not exciting play there, but New Orleans has been not so great versus the tight end. So just a little bit of a gamble there. And then in my flex, I did go ahead and I was able to afford that other Texans wide receiver. And that's my Will Fuller spot. So once I got there, I had the money to get him. I put him in. They were both productive last week. So that's a little bit of a gamble that, I, that they'll both be productive. But I'm counting on it. And then my defense, 
Washington football team versus Detroit with no Kenny Galladay. Yes, please. Only $3,800. That is my waiver wired lineup. <sighs> you know, a couple things. Uh, you have been like Deshaun Watson. I think you're probably at like almost 60% usage in FanDuel this year with Deshaun Watson. It's only my second time to use Watson. Is that true? Yeah. God, I feel like you're just always all over the Texans. Dak. Oh, maybe that's what it maybe is. Maybe that's what you're thinking. Uh, but that is a really, really good matchup. I mean, you, Cleveland, like you hope that's going to be shootout. We didn't hit the over-unders. Really quick, just for you listening. Oh, yeah. The the philosophy Texans Browns over under is fifty and a half, Bucks Panthers fifty and a half, Jags Packers fifty and a half. I like that game a lot. Mm -hmm. Bills Cardinals the highest over under of the week, which you're going to hear about in my lineup at fifty six. Not to be outdone, the Seahawks and Rams fifty five and a half. Yep, nice over under there. And the Broncos Raiders ch chip in at 51 and a half. And that game is in Las Vegas. So we don't have to worry about any Colorado weather coming in. So I like your lineup a lot. You got a lot riding on the Texans. I like your sneaky defensive call. I also have Terry McLaurin in my lineup this mm. week. I just think that at this point for 7,000 bucks, why the heck not? I know, right? And I think we could agree though. James Robinson is the most undervalued money-wise salary cap position in FanDuel, right? Yeah. I don't know why he continues to to clock in at this number, but bye. Yeah. Uh, that's, a good, that's a good line. I would not be surprised if I see your name flashing up on the leaderboards again. Fingers crossed. So I did something this week that I have not really done yet. I mean, I kind of did it with a little bit. We talked about Russell Wilson last week, but, and this might be too trendy and everyone's going to be on this guy. Eh, like we're going to see so many lineups, probably similar to mine. I made a Kyler Murray lineup. Nice. I mean, I think it's time. He, I think is like literally beating out most NFL running backs and rushing yards at this point. I, I think he has like the fifth most or something like that. Yeah. And again, I did it last week with Josh Allen and Russell Wilson in that matchup. I think we got another one of those shootout type games with Josh Allen and Kyler Murray. I mean, could you think of a more fun game now to watch than those two guys dueling? I'm hoping for an outright shootout as you hear my lineup. So I got Kyler Murray, $8,800. Uh, he is the second most expensive quarterback in FanDuel and no Patrick Mahomes this week. So it's either going to work or it's not. I stacked him with both DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk nice. at wide receiver. I basically pushed my chips all in. If it's going to be a shootout, I know DeAndre Hopkins draws a lot of attention. We haven't had a monster DeAndre Hopkins game in a while. So my dream world is monster DeAndre Hopkins uh, game and then two big catches from Christian Kirk, and I will be off to the races. So those are two of my receivers. Uh, my third, I'm sticking with that same game. I did it last week. It's this, It's a very safe pick. He's a little more expensive than I would have liked. Seventy nine hundred for Stephon Diggs. I'm doing it again. He's the only one that Josh Allen didn't throw a touchdown to essentially yeah. last yeah. week. So I still think we can get another big game. So Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins, Stephon Diggs, three wide receivers like to reckon that. with. And I hope you're right because I have um, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins stacked in the Scott Fishbowl. Yeah, and I need them to go off. So I'm almost ha I'm half rooting for your team here, Gary. Understood. Uh, yeah. So. Here's ultimately, though, where this could be a last place lineup. If the Cardinals and the Bills game is not a shootout, I did not do myself any favors because in order to afford uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Diggs and Kyler, I went Zach Moss. Okay. So $5,800. Okay. There's a good amount of value, I think, at Zach Morris at that price for the match. Uh, Zach, I keep saying Zach Morris. Jeez. So I'm such a save by the bell nerd. I'm sorry, Zach. Moss, I apologize. Oh, getting old, turning into my grandfather. I love it. Um, and then because of the whole weird C Mac thing, there is a window where Mike Davis, who was totally around agree. seven thousand dollars when C Mac was out, uh, Mike Davis for fifty four hundred. Now, if McCaffrey plays, I might have to do some switching because he won't play this Sunday. That's for sure. That's for sure. For, sure. for sure. It would be next week that he would play. He's out this Sunday for sure. It's definitely a Mike Davis week. Well, I mean, for $5,400 and allowing me to afford all those other players. So Zach Moss, Mike Davis at running back. Uh, tight end. 
We talked about Mike Evans, right? Not a Tom Brady favorite. Talked about a little bit about Godwin, like weird stuff going on. ABs. You know who was becoming Tom Brady's favorite target? It's Rob Gronkowski. Mm -hmm. Again, he's a tight end, so he doesn't target him 13 times anymore. But Gronk for 6,100 against the Carolina Panthers. Count me in for that. And then my flex, Terry McLaurin. He did it for me last week. It might be like scary sometimes because he might not do it until the fourth quarter. But scary 7K for, for scary Terry at flex, I'm all in. And then this might be a little bit of a reach, and I may steal your defensive pick for 3800 because I like that. But right now I have $4,100 on the Chargers. Miami Dolphins have kind of been doing it for two weeks in a row without their offense having to do a whole lot. They've been getting some special teams plays. They're turning teams over. So if the Chargers, I mean, they'll figure out a way to lose that game in the fourth quarter like they always do. But I'm going to say Tua might be good for two picks or a pick and a fumble here. I, I think that's not a bad call, actually. If Bosa plays, I gotta, I'm got monitoring the Bosa situation because he didn't play last week. If Bosa yeah. plays, I like the Chargers. If not, that's going to be a swap out for okay. me. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, that is a strong, strong lineup, Jerry. That lineup can absolutely win. Okay, so do you want to say no quarterbacks in our in our head-to-head? I mean, you're that kind of winning that because, I, you know, although Watson is a great pick this week, I'm... No, I'm, I'm why don't Standing we just say we Kyler. have to stick with the same? If you want to build, why don't we say we build a, a lineup? You have to start again with Kyler, and I have to start again with Deshaun. Want to do that? I, I don't like. Or do you that. want to just That's take a... both of them off the board? You can't have Deshaun, and I Let's can't do that. have Kyler. Let's okay? do that because uh, you know I I don't Kyler's eighty eight hundred, and I this is the best I could do with, okay, so with Kyler. No Kyler and no Deshaun for either of us, and we start another Deal. lineup. Deal. Deal. Okay, I'm going to come at you with the nastiest Carson Wentz lineup. Oh, I can promise you one thing. I will not have Carson Wentz starting for me at quarterback. No, Good okay, I got to think luck. about it. I've got some ideas, maybe. Uh, what if I hit you with a little Luton? I might hit you with a little Jake you know, Luton. Luton. I got to tell you that, yeah, they, at first they were all saying Luton. Now they're saying Luton. I'm sorry, Jake. I think it's Luton. It's got to be Luton. Luton is so pretentious, right? I but if you do go Carson Wentz, let it. me know, because then I'll go Daniel Jones. I was considering going Carson Wentz. I'm not even going to lie. Huh? Oh, I got it. This is how we do it. We get to pick the others. Each of us gets to pick the quarterback the other one has to build on and see who can build the better lineup. Oh, that? you did it. You did That's it. Fun. Okay. 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 Well, how do we decide who go? Okay. But well, we got to, we, should we just flip a coin right now to yeah, we'll see who gets to do that who first? Because that. That, I don't have a coin. And you can pick anybody you want, and I can pick anybody I want, and then that could be detrimental for whoever gets to do this first. <laughs> that's true. That's okay. Coin flipping's fine. It's okay. I don't have a coin, um, uh, but I'm already looking. Let's look. Um, oh, this could be so. Fun. I'll I'll even let you go first because I'm super confident, Jerry. Are you serious? I'm serious. And the only thing is they have to obviously be starting as of Sunday. Yeah, we can't do something like, oh, yeah, it's uh, Mitch Trubisky. That's not And fair. if they're a late scratch, you like yeah. we, could, we could do a fair yes. swap. Okay, totally. um, I would like to see you, the pro. Oh, hold okay. on. Mm. This is fun. Mm. Ugh. Ugh. Sorry, guys. I'm looking. I know this is not fun to listen to someone go, uh, okay. For me right now, it's literally between Mullins and I and Alex Smith. Oh God. Okay. Um, I, I do get a little afraid of Alex Smith because of the, the McLaren situation where he could just get loose. Uh, you know what? I want to see you make a Nick Mullins lineup against the saints defense in new Orleans. I would like okay. to see you make a Nick Mullins lineup, Nick Mullins lineup. Ooh. All right. That is a challenge. Hey, look, Nick Mullins coming off a 12.6 performance against the Packers. I've already you know, got he's ideas. Hot. I've already got ideas. I've got thoughts. I've got thoughts. Okay. So if you give me Alex Smith, just know you're giving me Terry McLaren. Just know not, that before you do it. I'm not giving you, um, I'm not giving you Alex Smith. I'm going to be nice. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give you an, a, a somewhat easy one. Are okay. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Uh, oh, that's easy, but it's not because <laughs> they are going to probably, if, 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 
in fact, Chubb is healthy and playing, which is like they could run the ball 40 times, 45 times. They could. That's actually savvy, savvy move by you. Yeah. <sighs> and you gave me someone with a bigger butt salary cap too. Yep. All in all, I should have did that to you. Yeah, I, I that know, to you should have. You would have made first. like such a hate lineup. I know. You would have made like a hate lineup. Yeah. All right. Here we are. Mullins versus Baker. Mullins versus Baker. In the, the toilet What's bowl closer? matchup. This will be this fun. And we'll Sunday. know. And we'll know by our pod on Sunday night, right? We won't include any of the night games because they'll have to be afternoon games, right? But yeah, no night okay. games. It has to be afternoon. Like, yeah, one and four. So you'll set up the head-to-head -head and send me an invite? Yep. Okay. It's exactly what's up. All right, Jen. Love I, I love this. I'm, I'm officially nervous, but I feel good. Um. I do mean this. Good luck. I wish you luck. I want you to, I don't, you. I, I want you, all your guys and your players to be healthy. I want to be the healthy Piacenti, but just know if I, if I win two of I'll these, never the end, but... <laughs> I, I don't know. This might be a whole new full-time career for me. I might be out of the acting game and just be full-time fantasy guru. Yeah. And I may have to retire. <laughs> after only a year of doing this. Yeah. Well, no, I quit the I, show I, after week one. I'm going to make you quit all, the show after week 10. First of all, Jerry, you're underselling yourself because you already could do this full time. It's just that I think you probably have, will have a lot more fun acting <laughs> than sitting around drawing. If they ever open up uh, TV and movie sets again, for sure. Right? Yeah, that might actually be something that I might enjoy. I used to sing and act as well on stage, um, mostly. Oh, I've seen. There's none of you've seen. Oh, Your God. dad posts dad. stuff oh, a lot, yeah. you know. Yeah. And there's nothing like the Broadway shut down through June now, officially. There's nothing. So, hey, we're lucky we have this podcast. I even went and got a new cut. I got a fresh cut. I was letting my hair grow out. But I said, you know what? It's Piacenti week. I got to go get the haircut. I'm sticking with my I'm a creature of habit sticking so with my You don't want to change the juju. You want to just like keep it. No, rolling. but I tell you, you one like thing. I may have to consult with Mrs. Ferrara on some of these picks because she's the real guru in the house. So I may I may reach and get like a sneaky player or two mm -hmm. from Brie. Oh. Yeah. I like that. You're going to team up on me. I'm fine. I'm going to team up. We're going to have to. Uh, all right, Jen. I wish you luck. I wish everybody luck out there going into week 10. We'll get This thing's flying by. We're getting down to it. So uh, yeah. Well, I'm sure follow Jen and I on Twitter where we will be posting and talking trash and keeping you guys updated on all the matchups between us and otherwise. And uh, go Baker Mayfield. That's all I'm going to say. Go Baker Mayfield. <laughs> all right, guys, take care.